Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is your greeter. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, it's Deborah Ma. Deborah Evans, good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Saturday to you. Happy Saturday to you, too. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning, it's Chantal. Good morning. Good morning, Chantel. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else like to say good morning at this time? This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We usher in your presence on this amazing Saturday morning as we wait for everybody else to join us here on Declare Victory. <clears throat> Good morning, good morning. Anybody else calling that would like to take the time to say good morning? Yes, God, what a powerful name it is. Jesus Christ, our King, we thank you. We're early this morning, so a lot of people start calling in in just a few moments. <clears throat> if I sound a little uh, graspy this morning in my voice. Thank you, God. Thank you. I believe God's purpose for us is all to all be what we can do all what's destined to do and have all we're destined to have. I believe it's God's desire for us to do more than merely survive. In John, uh, in John three, one and two. <clears throat> John writes that he hopes his friends will prosper and be in good health. And we all on this line want to prosper and be in good health. We want to continue to trust him and to glorify his name on this Saturday morning in spite of any difficult situation that we may find ourselves in. With that being said, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. Great. I am great on the Saturday morning. I'm grateful to be amongst the living just for today. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, you have so, a wonderful and blessed day, okay? You do the same. Thank you. Good morning. Yes. You're welcome. Good morning. Anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Saturday.
Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else calling that like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anybody else that called in that would like to say good morning at this time? Okay. Good morning, Deidre. Good morning, Deidre. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yes, God, thank you, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Happy Saturday, Sister Tracy. This is Sharina the Finisher. Good morning, Sharina the Finisher. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> good, good morning. morning. <laughs> How are you? Trying to get my phone off from you. I'm doing well in you. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How's the vaccine shot? Um, <clears throat> I had my second dose yesterday, and okay. I have. Um, I feel good. Just my arm is sore. Um, you know, I took some uh, antibiotic, not antibiotic, some Tylenol before mm-hmm. I went. So I feel good. Thank God. I don't. I don't anticipate no side effects. I just give it to God. That's it. Great, great. Have a great day. You do the same. Anybody else like to say good morning? Hey, Tracy, I just wanted to say that I had my shot yesterday. This is Deidre. Hi, Deidre. Hello. I was nervous, but I'm fine. I just wanted to share. Oh, that's wonderful. Amen. That's amazing. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Everybody else want to say good morning. (laughs) I love (laughs) y'all. Oh, thank you, Lord. I woke up this morning with my mind set on Jesus. I can't amen, amen. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning, Good Brother morning, Dwayne. Uh, Tracy. Good morning, family. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning before we move on to the next segment of the call? Got a few minutes. One minute. <clears throat> Oh, God, thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We just want to say thank you, God, for your grace, your grace, your grace that keeps us when we are not in a position to keep ourselves. So, God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this morning. Anybody else like to say good morning at this time?
Well, it is now time to move to the next segment of the call. <clears throat> Greetings. It's time, uh, excuse me, before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Good morning, good morning. My name is Tracy and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. If you have been joining us this month, our theme has been on the topic of purpose. We hope that you have been enjoying this message. <clears throat> be sure to join us in February for our monthly theme called Position. You don't want to miss what God wants to teach you on that subject matter. There are no announcements today. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Sarah and Dwayne. And then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. <clears throat> prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought by Dwayne, Sister Sarah and Dwayne. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Ephesians 1, 11 and 12. In him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be the praise of his glory. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the declarer. Good morning, and thank you for allowing me to greet and host. Have a great day. Well, good morning, family, and good morning, Father God, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit. We thank you for uh, the ability um, and the honor to be able to come before you, uh, beginning our day with you, and praising your name together. I, I lift you up, Lord God, and, and that Ephesians uh, reference, that um, scripture from Ephesians is perfect, Lord God. It, but our purpose is, is is in your will. Your will is beautiful and perfect. And Lord God, if we follow and if we are staying within it, Lord Jesus, it's way better than, <laughs> than on our own. It's, uh, Lord God, we can seek and find uh, why we are here and what we are to be doing. If we are in tune with you, if we are guiding, uh, being guided by you, how much sweeter, Lord God, is existence, how much smoother is the way things would work out. But, Lord God, we are only human. And you know that, Lord Jesus, but you are so forgiving in that. And you are so patient and kind in the midst of that. And your glory will still shine and come through in that. And you are still 
on our side and have our back through the midst of all our humanness, our foolishness, and our self-indulgences. Father God, the uh, Psalm 104 says, enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise and be thankful to you and bless your name. And Father God, I just want to take the opportunity, Lord Jesus, to come with being thankful, Lord God, for all we have. 2020 could bring up a whole lot of things, Lord God, that we want to be miserable about and complain about with full right and with actual back, like it was real, no doubt. There's plenty in the world, Lord God, that is real, Lord God, and there is a point of being able to say, things got messed up and things are not well. And uh, for a year, Lord, that we thought would bring forth um, opening our eyes to some things, it really did, just not the stuff we expected. <laughs> oh, Father God, just not how we anticipated it to be, but it did reveal things, Lord Jesus. It did open eyes, Lord God. It made some things very plain and no longer hidden. And Father God, when we can get deep enough, we will not like what we see. And it brings out, opens up a Pandora box and brings out a lot of ugly, but just in our own lives, Lord Jesus, challenges and struggles. Um, and as a world, having so much opened up at one time, Lord, there's pains that come with it uh, because we are a fallen world, a fallen society, Lord Jesus, that if we, as I was sharing with, with uh my daughter last night and my children the last few days, Lord, when we try to be our own God or when we try to take the reins and control, when we try to seek what purpose is thinking mankind is the top of the food chain, um, things go wrong. Lord Jesus, our vision and our, it gets messed up. Our purpose gets uh, twisted or diluted or, um, de uh, deterred by the enemy, Lord God. In, in a whole other fashion, in a whole other way. And Father, I want to come with thanksgiving and, and, and um, asking forgiveness, Lord God, of the ways in which when we just try to take control and take the reins and provide ourselves with purpose um, on feeble things, on things, Lord God, that just leave things in a ride, that, that leave things, Lord God, like it's a war field, um, but Lord God, you are sovereign above and through and in the midst of all things and even the bad and even the misdirection and even like the aftermath of just confusion, worry, fear, brokenness, and even death, Lord God, you still, your story at the end gets the glory, Lord God. You get the glory in the midst and because of all things, not that you put your hand to cause and purpose all things, Lord, but all things will come to the greater purpose to bring you glory. We will come, Lord God, when the pressure is on, because again, you know that we're only human and we come to you when things are not great. But Lord, help us to come to you when things are great, when things are bad, when things are ugly, Lord God. Help us just praise you in the midst. Be thankful in the midst. Lift your name in the midst. Because you are a source and you are a power. And you're the only reason we continue on. We, you're the only reason that we can. Whether we acknowledge you or not, whether folks 
live for you or not, we fulfill the purpose that you created us for. We, we, one way or another, we might not get the, um, the best that we could out of it if we're not connected to you and living for you. But we will bring you glory one way or another, Father. Lord God, I come with praise and thanks for all that I have, all who is within my life, everyone you have blessed me with. I thank you, Lord God, for the challenges that have made me who I am. I thank you, Father God, that you know us so well, that you knew if everything was rainbows and sunshines, we would forget you eventually. We would have no need of you if life was so grand that we had no problems. You know your creation. You know your children all too well. Help us, Lord God, to be thankful in the midst of everything. That's a hard thing to bring. That's like... That's a hard reality to come in the midst of everything, to be thankful for everything. There are certain things, Lord God, we are we do not want to say thank you. There are things in this world, there are things in our lives that we would rather do without. But even in them, we praise you. You are sovereign. You know what's going on, even if we think the situation is plum loco even if we're wondering and scratching our heads on what are you really doing in this, God? And are you really here, God? Let it be no mistake. You are with us always, even if we feel, feel that you are not. Let us not go on our emotions. Let us not go on our feelings because they are fleeting and sometimes they just straight lie. Let us hold to facts that you cannot lie, that you are not man, that you can lie, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if you have said it, it is so. You say you are with us in the midst of the good, the bad, and the ugly. You will not go be, away from us, Lord God. And if you lead, you're still by our side. And you still cover us from behind so we are protected. I give you thanks and praise for being God, my daddy, that will never forsake us. I invite the saints on the line to lift up their voices and bring praise and bring thanks to your midst because you are worthy. Lord God, that you you want to hear your children. Lord, our land, our, the, our community, the people around, not everybody has gotten on board to be your child so you don't necessarily hear all of those prayers if they go up but you want to hear the praise of your children lord god to ask for forgiveness for the land and for the folks lord god that you can come and intercede in i ask father god for everybody to go off on mute and lift your voice bringing thanks and praise your God and your Father to move in your situation, in your friend's situation, in your loved one's situation, in your city or state, on behalf of the nation, for the one that's praying 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 for the
as we lift our hands, as we lift our hands of praise, oh God, and worship to you, God. There is no one like you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is no one like you, God. Thank you, God. You are higher than all the earth, God. You are the king of kings, Lord of lords, God. You are Jehovah Jireh, you are provider. You are Jehovah Jireh, you are banner, we're waving the flag, God, of Thank you, Lord, that you are the lamp and the light, God. Morning, as we lift our eyes to you, God. Thank you for Psalm 21 on this morning. That dwells in the secret place of the Most High God. We shall abide in under the shadows of the wilderness. Hide us, God, in the secret pavilion. Hide us in the shadow, God. Even in our tongue, our sorrow, God. Let it be good, God. We thank you right now. We thank you for the blessings of the Lord that make it yes, in order yes, to sorrow on this morning, God. Thank you right now. Come into our homes, oh God. Come into our hearts, oh God. Change our thinking, oh God, on this morning. We direct our path, God. Maybe we might be going in the wrong direction. But God, you know, you can tell us Thank you for being the guiding light, God. In this dark world, Father God, you say we should be leaking light that rebel on the field that cannot be given nothing in which you work out. Oh God, thank you for that going down to the morning. God,
Father God, we thank you for being in the midst of your people as we come to your gates with thanksgiving and to your courts with praise. Thank you for the being in the midst of your people and hearing our cry out to you. Holy Spirit, thank you for being present and pray right now. Just help in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, if you would please go ahead and put yourselves on mute and uh, preserve um, the clarity of, of the call. And I just want to thank all the saints for coming in, for digging in, um, and for uh, setting the stage and, and setting the atmosphere to receive from the Holy Spirit today. And I pray that's all we do is receive from the Word of God from the spirit of god himself um this is brother Dwayne on here and uh typically you know it's supposed to be my wife my beautiful wife sister sarah as well um she's not going to be able to make it this morning now many of you know we went through the second half of december fighting through covid and came through um covid just seems to be the virus that keeps on giving However, and uh, eventually, uh, I think there was an infection that developed. She got medi she got received medication for it, saw it, what was going on, and she's doing better. But it has wiped her out, so she um, isn't able to be with us this morning, but doing well. But please help uh, continue in prayers in that. Uh, but recovery um, is on hand. She was able to work, um, ut utilizing the medication and uh, getting better, but it has wiped her out a little bit. Um, so purpose, we are almost at the end, I guess we are second to last day of, uh, the series, the month, uh, with the theme purpose. And, uh, this is something, you know, near and dear to my heart, uh, simply because we all get to the points, myself included, like every most, if not every human being in Christians repeatedly. <laughs> um, come to the points plural in our lives where we ask, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to fulfill? And typically we come to this question time and time and time and time again because we feel, again, there's that word, feel, as if we have not achieved a great goal or hit a certain place. We don't feel like our life is accomplishing a whole lot. We don't feel as if we've gotten to that plateau or that glorious place or whatever our imagination tells us it's supposed to feel and, and, and supposed to be happening, supposed to look like if we were in fact fulfilling our purpose um, to our own detriment. Sometimes we, that, that image or the, whatever we pop up, I don't, think we necessarily always fully seek God's vision or, or seek the reality of, okay, Lord, what actually is my purpose? Um, and I think it, it, it highly depends on whose or what definition of purpose are, you, are we pursuing, right? What's in our mindset? Whose, whose input are we really tapping into the most or hearing the loudest or the most consistently? Whose definition are we hearing so much in order uh, to seek after it, right? Um, 
the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines purpose as something set up as an object or end to be attained. Okay, so something that we strive for, uh, something that is the goal, the thing to grab, um, something that in the end to be attained, but it, it makes it very finite. And I say finite because it's like, okay, so it's, a, it's an all or nothing, maybe? Like you have to grab this, you have to do this or else you failed. Um, and even if you were to grab it and be able to do it, are you just done then? Um, you do, the, that definition is okay. I don't know if I love it um, because it's a target to hit and something to grasp after and can really set us up to fail if we don't attain whatever that glorious holy grail might be. Um, the Oxford Dictionary comes up with one better. Uh, defining purpose as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. I think actually it comes up more than one better. It's a lot better. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. If you exist for a thing, if your purpose is your existence, then that's continuous. Right. If you're created for this thing and you exist for this thing, you might be hitting it more than one time in your lifetime. There might be more than one you know, triumphant moment or season in your life that I've finally gotten this. Because a lot of times, a lot of us are seeking that purpose because we don't think we've hit it yet. And we're going season after season, year after year. And so does that make the rest of our life just meaningless um, until we hit this season, if we do? And then we can celebrate, and the rest of our life was just building up to that point. Um, the biblical definition, God's definition of purpose, is to basically research what I want to put together. What I want to say it is is what God intends, what God has in mind, what He purposes and plans, what He pleases is purpose what comes to bring him glory and bring it all back to him what he has intended to happen what he has in mind that he conceived of what he planned to come about and what pleases him is true and utter purpose when it's all said and done um, we were created to glorify him i just throw that out real quick our purpose was to bring him glory um, in the beginning of creation, Genesis one twenty six. I want to. I always want to go. Like, hey, let's get to the basics, right? Let Let's bring it right from the horse's mouth from the basics. Genesis one twenty six in the uh, English Standard Version reads: Then God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion over." And then pretty much it just says everything. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Have him reflect, have them reflect us. It's saying a whole lot of what our purpose is in and of that. Pretty much wraps it all up. 
I mean, it doesn't break down into the, how you make the steps in there, whatever. That's what the rest of the word is for. That's what communion with the Holy Spirit is for. But if we want to just go on to the basis, and, and this hits me because a lot of times, I mean, I I feel, and this is coming from me in my heart, like there's a lot of reasons why I'm not God <laughs> and, and I'm grateful for it because there's times when I feel we just sound like whiny babies, and I'm just going to be real. There's times when I know I'm just a whiny baby and I keep asking for this. Uh, I like to contribute, okay, my son, you know, my children, we have children, and we... And, and when we have children, I think part of that purpose is to show us what God has to go through, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, when we, it's a little taste of what Big Daddy has to deal with on a consistent, total, eternal, almost eternal level. Um, so we constantly ask, ask, ask our children. If we tell them, give them instruction, whatever, even if it's before their face many times, especially when they're young, it's like they just don't get it and we have to repeat over and over again and and if we again coming back to the basics and the simplicity of it he made us in our image in he made us in his image and in his likeness so what does that mean to us well we're supposed to reflect him why are you on this planet to be a likeness of god to represent him to ricochet your eyesight to me and make it bounce off and make it go to the heavenlies to your creator. That's purpose. And let him have dominion over everything. <laughs> Rule over it. Supervise this creation for the creator. You know, even before our downfall and our lack of being able to stay on track uh, the enemy himself, Satan, Lucifer, in, in his original name, was number two, right, in the kingdom of God, in, in, in actually heaven itself, right? He was the main supervisor. He was running things for the name and for the glory of God Almighty. Um, there are legends and in, in histories in, in, in Israel, you know, biblical or 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 historical uh some legends of, of things and uh and even the words comes to a certain point to bring this about to say you know lucifer was of music right he uh kind of like the head choir director or worship leader however you want to put it but there is even uh the thought process of his body in and of itself was constructed in such a way that when the breath of God would flow through him, it's a beautiful imagery, if nothing else. When the breath of God would flow through his body, it would bring the most beautiful of sounds and music and just praise. But it took the breath of God to make the ultimate in beauty through, through him. Somewhere along the line, we know the story, you know, Satan wants to get props for himself and wants to be on top and wants to say, hey, if I'm running all this stuff, anything, what, why am I doing it for his glory? Shoot, even my body can't, just brings God praise. I'm kind of tired of that. But that's what his purpose was to bring God glory. Even if, for him to do it even in his best, he didn't even do it by himself. It was the breath of God. That's just like us. This is the vision of us. If we're going to really fulfill our purpose, 
and make beautiful music unto the Lord. It's his breath that we have to do it in anyway. But like our enemy, how how much we fall into his trap, how much we follow in his footsteps, to be tired of our creator sometimes, to be tired of the the Alpha and the Omega, having the audacity to create us, having to rely on him to bring him back glory. Sometimes we, we want it for Satan wanted it for himself. He's like, I'm I'm done. I'm doing all the work. Why is he getting props for it? I'm I'm the one here making heaven flow you know, smoothly, but I'm not getting anything praise for it. Well, if you would just take, I mean, if the breath of God is flowing in you and everybody is just in awe of the beauty that's going around and the job is being well done and you are in perfection itself, shoot, I think that's enough. But hey, that's just me. I can't, you know, we can always say what we would do, whatever, but, you know, it brought up some, uh, it brought us some, some issues. It brought up some, what about me? And quite, and so often we, we go in that mindset, well, what about me? Um, Exodus 9.16 reads, but I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So I want to make uh, seven points as we go here. And point number one is God has a purpose for everyone. Everyone. There are many at times who are like, well, I don't know if I really have a purpose or, you know, I haven't found it yet. So I'm kind of giving up on that. And, And maybe, maybe I don't, maybe, I'm just that one that God just, I was just that cosmic accident or whatever. Or or if scientists enough and, and, and a worldview enough comes to it, we're just big, we're just all cosmic accidents anyway. We don't really have purpose out there. And that's kind of why our children roam around without purpose, right? Because we're telling them you, you aren't created by a creator. You just kind of happened. Well, anybody with a teenager or anybody that's been on the planet Earth long enough and just these children growing up and coming into adulthood, a lot of our junk and a lot of what the state of where our world is is because we're tr- the world's trying to take God out of the equation, right? And just say, well, we're just here, and now let's figure out what we're supposed to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, but, like, if you have a vehicle, right? And, and I have a, a Chevy Volt. It's pretty much half electrical, if not a little more. And not everybody, not every mechanic is ready to take on a, almost fully electrical vehicle. And if you have a Tesla or something like that, fully electrical, not everybody should put their hands to that thing and try to mess with it when something goes awry. But even if I bring it to, they're going to have to go to the manual. The best mechanic or whomever can't just fiddle in there and just win, you know, let's just feel our way through this and whatever. Like, gone are the days when a mechanic can just open up the hood and, like, We'll check it out. Like, I have enough experience, whatever I can wiggle my hand here, take this out there, I'll put it back later, whatever, and we'll just figure this out as we go. Now, technology, the amount of computer work that's inside of cars nowadays, if you don't, you better touch, you better touch all over that manual and figure out what you are doing with this vehicle 
before you start giving me a price tag because you spent trial and error trying to do something with it and mess it up more at the end than in the beginning. Um, why do we think we can just go without a manual? Like God gave us the manual. God is the creator. Why don't you just go to him to figure out what to do with you? I mean, it's common sense, but common sense is not always common. So as I go back to number one, God has purpose for everyone. And as I read on here again, but I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Exodus 9:16. Now that was to Pharaoh. This is the time of Mo- at the time of Moses and when he's refusing to let God's people go and all of that. Pharaoh thought he was in control. That he was the man. And all, on all earthly understanding, he was in the most powerful nation at the time of Egypt, and he was ruling stuff. So he's thinking, there is no other voice or name above me. But God placed Pharaoh in that position, in his kingship, or making him emperor and all, for God's purpose, for the purpose that God would eventually bring God glory through this man's disobedience. Right. God even put God is the giver of purpose to everyone, whether they live for him or not. Whether they want to go and use the gifts that they've been given, because God doesn't just take away. He gives you the gift and you can do with it what you want. We got plenty of musicians, artists and whatever um, that have the gift that they've been blessed with and aren't using it for God, but they're still. They're still earning through it. They're still doing beautiful creations through it, still running businesses or doing whatever, not necessarily onto the Lord, but he gave you that gift. He's not just going to take it back because he gave it freely to you. But even in the midst, even if you don't live for him, even if, you know, I mean, Judas fulfilled the purpose, not that that's what Jesus wanted or God wanted him to do, but if he wasn't a traitor, I mean, that opened the door to God, to Jesus going to the cross, right? His betrayal was very significant part of getting Jesus there. Like the, the, the Jewish uh, Pharisees and Sadducees, they needed an in. They needed somebody from, the, from his camp, from Jesus' camp, to betray him, they, to to have the excuse to grab him and put him on the cross. So it was a purpose fulfilled for the glory of God, for our salvation. Well, and I don't think God, God crafted Judas to just like, you know what, I just destined you to basically be a sinner and go to hell. I'm not going there, no. But he used, knowing everything that would happen and foresee all, he used all for his glory. Uh, second point, number two, God per, God's purpose can't, cannot be undone. God's purpose cannot be undone. Job 42, verse 2 says, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted or stopped or undone, however you want to. I know that you can do all things. 
no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Once God has established his purpose in our lives, no one can change it. We seek after it all the time. We may not fully understand what it is, but it's been established. God did it. God said it. Said it was good. Done deal. Uh, no man can open up a door that God uh, no man can open up a door that God has made shut. No man can um, shut what God has made open, right? We wear ourselves out with our own plans and our own way and our schemes sometimes and our our thought of how it should go. But if we would just come back to the source, like you can't, God has made it for a certain way. It might not be what we thought it would be. It might not be the glamorous thing that the world keeps saying, it, unless you have the power, the power, the money, the what have you, the prestige, like, then you, you just have no purpose. Like, some purposes are not all over social media, right? Some purposes are not going to be broadcast. Some purposes just come to the heart and the existence of just people that nobody else really knows except their circle or their loved ones. But your purpose might be to touch that life and transform it that you will never get national or worldwide acclaim for. But your Father in heaven is seeing what is good, and heaven itself is applauding. There are things that you have done. There are lives that you have touched. There are changes and transitions and transformations that only came because you just followed in that instant. You stretched out a hand of love. You took someone in. You gave somebody food that was hungry. You had that conversation that was earth-shattering and life-changing or conversations, because it's never just more than, it's never just one thing. There are things you've done in secret or that the mass can't see that has shifted the balance of things, that has raised up another part of the kingdom. You can't even see it, but God's getting the glory for it. And nobody's going to stop that, not even Satan himself. If you are tapped into the Father, even sometimes when we're like afraid, like, oh, God, did I mess up? And like, I messed up the opportunity, so it's not going to happen because I didn't walk in the purpose at the time. Like, I jacked up everything. Sometimes we give ourselves too much credit. Like, it may not have happened right now, but we still can't stop the machine once it started. Like, God, it's still going to happen. He might have... He's gonna. He's already figured out how to maneuver it back to that, so the opportunity will come again, or somebody else will. Maybe you won't get to be in the mix, in in the midst of that person's situation. Like if you drop the ball, somebody else. Will, God's gonna have somebody else pick it up. It's all right. But the more you tap into hearing God from the Creator, from the Maker Himself, what am I supposed to do right now? Am I where I'm supposed to be at? Am I flowing right here? Am I just being a touch point for heaven on earth right here? Then we get to have the honor of being part of those God moments more frequently, and we don't drop the ball and leave it for somebody else. So there's blessing in being there, in, in fulfilling purpose in the time in which in each season, in each situation, we get blessing from it. 
either we are then or, or the next thing is right so why not you uh number three god's purpose is the one that lasts god's purpose is the one that will last many are the plans in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails proverbs 19 21 the lives of men and women are simply a vapor, right? Like we're here today, gone tomorrow. But God's purposes can be fulfilled throughout multiple generations, through your family from years from now, right? Or or you are fulfillment of what your your kinsmen have been praying for who knows how long. Or you've entered a land or a situation, a place, that people in that area have been praying for for so long, and maybe it took somebody from the outside to come in, have a different viewpoint, have an anointing that maybe wasn't present yet because of the thickness of just you know demonic activity or what the the um, just what those entities in the area right the principalities just were not allowing to happen there maybe. That's an answered prayer from those prayers that have been seeded from people you didn't even know, right? In a place you didn't even grow up in or a situation you knew nothing about until you were transferred there. And then that purpose is being fulfilled. It might take longer than a few folks' lifetime for purpose, but purpose will happen. And you could be part of the piece of the puzzle. And all the different things and the ways in which life has happened, whatever, it is all for God's design. Like, it's going to all happen in the end of it, even if you don't see the little pieces along the way. Um, We can make our plans, right? We can have our five-year, 10-year plan. That's all well and good. I'm not down in that. Uh, We have, you know, our our A personality type ones, what have you, that, hey, I'm I'm setting this up for for success. for transformation, for the betterment of my family and my loved ones, for for what have you. Nothing wrong with that. You're designed by God to think that way and go that way. Not a problem. However, you better leave room for him to change up your plans. Because if you're too rigid and you fall apart because your plans fell apart, is it his plan? Does it align with his plan? Can you see at the end of it, even if your stuff went belly up, or or you had to now revamp and go back to the drawing board or you had to tweak some things, don't have necessarily a hissy fit over it and don't feel crushed and defeated because of it. Because again, regardless of your plans, and you might have your plan, your backup plan, your backup backup plan, and all the way from plan A to plan Z if you have to, right? Just in case. We got a lot of... Ju- we got a lot of folks that set up a lot of things, just my wife being one of them. <laughs> very planned and organized, very much more than I am in certain overall things. There's certain things I'm, I plan about. and But in all things, you've got to tweak and allow Holy Spirit to intervene for the betterment of his glory and overall for your betterment, right? If we are left to our own devices and we're in control of everything, that's probably not going to be the best scenario. It's not going to come out to the best it could be if we were just allowed to have full and utter control and God never intervened. We are only human. 
we do have limitations. Our thought process and what we what looks good, our senses can also be used to deceive us and come against us, right? So just because it looks good to us and it feels great to us and we conceive it as this is perfection on earth. We're so just people. Go check it with daddy. Because if you want real perfection or if you want to be fully used in all you were created to be, then he gets glory, period. Your purpose or the fulfillment of what you, you cannot, will not, and you do not fulfill your purpose if God doesn't get glory for that thing. That means it wasn't your purpose. If he can't receive glory from it, and in the midst of you doing it and hitting it and achieving it, if you didn't bring back glory to him for it, then that wasn't even what you were put on this planet to do. That's just your side gig. That's your side That's your side gig if it does not bring him glory. We need to get that in us. That is your private little project for fun if he doesn't get the glory for it. I think that's for somebody. It is your side gig. It is your pet project if you didn't, don't, won't, or can't, or if he doesn't get the glory for it. Even if you achieve it, even if you get there, you can hit that that great moment, and you're the only one, you know, making cartwheels and singing about it. it. If he doesn't get the glory, if it didn't bring him glory, if he doesn't shine because of it or his story doesn't flow in or doesn't shift things, make moves, and create kingdom, then it was a side gig. Number four, every person is born with purpose. So kind of going back to it, you cannot be the one that just didn't get assigned, right? You'll never be the one that just, man, it wasn't me. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out, Proverbs 20, verse 5. So there's many layers to the purpose. Again, uh, so the purposes of, of the, uh, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters. There's going to be multiple things. There's, you know, there's times, there's those of us that feel we've already gone through three to four lifetimes, right? And we're still here. Like you've had seasons of doing great things, of doing, going into the grind, being a missionary somewhere, and, and not just a missionary to another country, whatever, but in a job place that you were at, in a position you were given, in a church you worked in, in a neighborhood that you lived in, um, in, in a chapter when you were in a, in a person's life or a, a series of people's lives. There was purpose in the midst of that. And then that assignment was done, maybe, or moved into something else. You you moved to another job and things happened there and God was moving and flowing and whatever. There are multiple depths to purpose. And if if the life is being done right, you tap it in the Father, you have multiple purposes, not just one. I mean, there's ultimate what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, even Jesus came, and what was Jesus supposed to do when he got here? Well, he was born to die for our sins. That's like number one. He was born 
to die for our sins, to give us access to being part of his family, to be able to go to the kingdom. He came to this world to bring salvation. He came to this world so his Holy Spirit would, he'd be able to leave the Holy Spirit so we have more connection. Because to that point, before Jesus came here, the Holy Spirit was like touch and go, right? Like the Holy Spirit would fall upon somebody for a time period to, to declare a word, to make the, the, the waters part, to bring back, you know, somebody, heal somebody, bring them back from the dead, and then go away. Jesus had to come, die, and leave his Holy Spirit so we can have that access 24-7. He's like, I need bigger and better works to be done. Jesus came to, to pour into 12 lives. Ultimately, just 12. Like anybody else, anybody, that's just residual. That's overflow. Jesus' purpose with man was, I'm going to live with 12. I'm going to pour into 12. I'm going to multiply myself in these 12 men who will then do likewise with a planet. That was his purpose. Those were his main purposes, right? Everything else, the miracles, lives come, coming back to life. When, when, when Jesus resurrected 500, at least 500 others recorded, came back to life. Healings that were done, demons that were, you know, people that were healed from demon possession. That was overflow. That wasn't even his purpose. But it was multiple things that happened, right? If you're in the midst of your purpose, if you're just following the main thing, being that reflection of Jesus, being that reflection of God, being in the likeness, worshiping, praising, and just living your life form. Like, there's a whole lot of overflow and a whole lot of purposes along the way that just happen. It's multifaceted. It's deep. It flows more and more and more. If we just keep the main thing the main thing, though, all of that happens. If we obsess and and doubt and push and fight and just like, okay, God, you ain't going fast enough, or I'm just not feeling it. I, I got this. I got plan C I'm going to go to right now. It's not as beautiful as it could have been. The tapestry at the end of the day, when you can look back and just like, so that was for that, and that connected to that. And because I stayed with the main thing, the main thing, like how much beauty happened because of it because I wasn't fighting, because I wasn't looking for my own way, because I just allowed the maker to breathe through me. What if we just allowed him? What if we just made ourselves available for him to breathe through and work through? Just what if? What if it wasn't about our plans? Like we have plans, but those are side plans. What if he, we, we do it, we set it up, we hope for it, we pray into it, and then we're like, okay, so daddy, what do you say? Might be a beautiful thing. Um, number five, God fulfills his purpose for believers. God fulfills, God fulfills his purpose for believers. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act 
in order to fulfill his good purposes. Philippians 2, 12 through 13. I love, Paul just brings it and just declares it and brings it back to God always. God's greater purpose has to always be on the forefront of our minds. We, um, you know, we could be offered employment, the, the right school, marriage opportunities, uh, you know, finally getting a door open to certain things. But we have to double check, does it fit God's purpose? It takes wisdom, you know, to, to reflect on these and to know, like, because God will always fulfill his purposes in us, the believers. There's great joy in the discovery of his purpose in order to bring his glory. Like, you, when I get there, I'll know I'm there because of the joy that will overflow. You have to understand, like I said, if you have your side gig or whatever, and you get your what you've been fighting for and struggling for and pouring into and whatever, and it happens, you can be happy, sure, but that's gonna like that's gonna go away because it's like okay, so now what? You know, if we go back to the that Webster diction, dictionary um, explanation that I don't like so much, the definition something set up as an object or end to be attained. If my purpose wrapped up in all things is just for that one thing I'm trying to grab, even if I get it, it's gonna that the joy of it's gonna flow away. Even if it's like to be an ultimate youth pastor or worship leader or pastor of or what have you or Fortune 500 company that now I can bless people and all that. If my heart, if it didn't align with God, like it'll be good, but the joy won't be there. If when God's in the mix, when it's completely his purpose, here's the thing. God put purpose in your heart, like what you want the most. He knows what's going to make you more joyful, happier, more fulfilled than anything else. He already knows it. If when it aligns with him, it's that's perfection on earth as close as we can get to it. And the ah, that you're going to get goes beyond anything else when it is aligned with him. And so the feeling, you know, the feeling, the pressures and whatever, you know, we can have a lifetime of ramifications. Like there could be residual effect when we're not aligning in his purpose and just going our own way. You know, that, that marriage opportunity, the dating opportunity, the, the school we're supposed to go to, the job that opens up. Like there's people that are praying like, or, or people that are in a situation and out of, out of the pain of where you're at, you just run to the the first thing that seems like, oh, I can bring, like the the first thing that seems available because we're just running. We've been there, done that, right? We've we've worked. It seems, and even we were still doing ministry, even in non-ministry jobs, right? Group homework or or special needs abuse kids and whatever. Not quote unquote, wasn't always Christian organizations or whatever, but we knew we were doing ministry. But there are times when we were just at the end and we were on fumes. And unfortunately, with all the greatest intentions, many times you can just work on fumes. Sarah and I many times, many years, just functioned on fumes. A little bit we can get <laughs> from, the, from the Bible here or there. Little, a word here or there we could get that we're going to hold on to for like three years. Um, and a lot of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, a, a little touch and, and a brink and, and a God moment 
that that we just hold on to for dear life because that's the memory we have for the past year. Well, that's the one break that you know break of of glory that touched us in, in, in such a long time, and and we go on fumes and a lot of good can be done, but man, how much better it was because if you're your your good father, your good heavenly father does not want you to be in torment or 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 just ugh in the midst of doing the good work. Like he doesn't want you to be in ugh in the in the midst of your good work. You might have thought, hey, I'm doing I'm doing work for you. And like yeah, you working. There there is good things happening in the midst of it. People could even be getting saved and whatever and there there's that overflow residual from it, but it's not what it could have been if you weren't struggling and trying to direct it yourself. Like we did a lot of good that we just chose and and ran from one position maybe to another out of struggles and pain because it will always continue to find, right? If we're not flowing with him in his purposes, aligned with him and doing this with him even the best intentions and in what we're doing, those issues still come back around. Like, I'm not in my purpose. I don't feel fulfilled. Like, this was good for a while, but now, eh. Okay, so what's my purpose, Scott? Your purpose should be continuous and you should be flowing if you're tapped into the source at all times and you're actually having the conversations more than once a year or a few times a year or if you're in... Co- Wake up this morning, okay, God, so what's my, my – Sarah's really good at this. She's, she's gotten to the point, like, she wakes up, okay, God, what's my assignment today? Who's my assignment today? What are we going to do today? What do you want to done today, God? Like, she wakes up with, okay, God, what do you want today? What, what do you want done today? What am I going to see you do this morning? It's a beautiful place to be at. That's daily purpose, right? If you can get – I mean, we're human, so we're not always going to hit that. We're not always going to wake up cheery enough to do that. Um, sometimes we feel the weight of where we're at. Work, work does bring strife. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not all sunshine and roses. I'm not. I'm not. You know, deluding myself. But if a constant, if there's a constant heavy, just desperate, um, just depressing cloud over what you're doing in the midst of, you might not be. You're not flowing in your purpose. I'm just going to come out. You're not. If if you cannot find joy in the midst of what you're doing, you are probably not in your purpose, or you're not looking at it the right way. But I'm more than you're probably just not in it yet. You're not flowing in it, and you need to tap back into it. Um, number six, and I'm I'm going to be wrapping this up here. Uh, God works through all situations to fulfill his purposes. Romans 8.28, and we know that in all things God works for good, for the good, for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I mean, that's enough said, right? Hard times, difficulties, all of it, the strife that we go through, he works out all things. Judas's betrayal. The the powers that be um, in the Jewish culture, the Pharisees hating them, hating on them, not wanting him to take over their, what they wanted. His own people, you know, the 12, uh, 
arguing and fighting over who who's you know who's going to um you know sit next to you in glory uh all the disciples running and fleeing at that point the 11 just running away from him peter denying him three times and then you know having to stare down and and feeling all of that still turned around came back rebuilt peter from the inside out reestablished his love for him poured back into him breathed into him and the church was found was built up on this man Saul, Pharisees of the Pharisees, going around killing Christians, holding the coats of the people that stoned Stephen, having death sentences ready to fulfill and assassinate Christians. I taught, but knew the word, knew the Old Testament inside and out. Probably, I used that man to create most of the New Testament. All things worked out for those who loved him. Even Saul, like he did it because he was passionate, thought he loved God, thought he loved his creator, didn't even know him enough. But once he did, his life was just all for him. Because even in the midst of his blindness, he was still fervent and still building up knowledge and still in the, he was still in the word. He was killing it in the name of the word. But he was still in it. He still knew it. He was still seeking Africa in all the things he was doing. Even when he was doing wrong, he was still seeking after God in it. So eventually God got the glory and he used that man for powerful, powerful things. Um, And number seven, God has a greater purpose in saving us. So when uh, 2 Timothy 1.9, he has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. So even your salvation, the best gift you've received, had a purpose more than just you having a place at his table. It's more than just you having an entry to God's family. It's more than punching your ticket for heaven. Your salvation, you being a saint, it's only the beginning. That literally just started the process, right? That opened you up to purpose. (laughs) Even that wasn't an end all in and of itself. It wasn't the one target. It opened up your new existence. It brought you to your actual purpose of existence, reflecting God. Purpose of eternity and living free from bondage of sin, it's a wonderful gift of salvation so that it can be multiplied and shared with others. And I want to go real quick as well to the purpose of all purposes, right? Um, Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. We know this as the Great Commission. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Going back to that analogy of my son, right, there's times when um, I will have to repeat how to go about things. Taking a shower, doing a chore, uh, what do we do when we come home in a process? Uh, how do we set up for our homework and all these things? And he will say, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. 
But when the myth of him saying, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, and yeah, I know, he misses like steps three through seven or whatever, right? You know it, right? We've heard the Great Commission over and over again. We've heard John 16 over and over again. And we want to say, yeah, God, yeah, God, I know that, I know that. Okay, so why aren't you doing it? Let's just be, if you know it, and you're busy telling me you know it, then it should be flowing and showing in your life. There's times you need to just get, it's, you know, cliches become cliches because it's said over and over again, but there's a, like, we need to hear it over and over again. We need to get that in our spirit. It needs to take root and it needs to happen. What is my purpose, God? What am I supposed Your purpose is to go out and make disciples. Your purpose is to multiply yourself. Your purpose is to pour into other people so that they know me and that they can get another step and another step and another step closer to reflecting me, to teach them, to observe what I've taught you, to become my family, to have a place at my table, to be able to have a bed in my you know, clocked in into my in, into heaven eternal. That's your purpose. How you get there, everybody's different. Or how you how you do that, how you fulfill that, the giftings you were given, so that can come. That's all different. But that's not your purpose. Your purpose is to bring glory and bring people into the kingdom. Your purpose is to reflect God Almighty. Your purpose is to help give people an opportunity to get in the family. Your gifting, your prophetic word, your singing, your whatever, that's not your purpose. That's your gifting to fulfill your purpose. Still trying you need to stop getting it twisted. Out on our own. Okay. All right. I thank you for your time. Oh, somebody's. I thank you for your time. I thank you for God giving this opportunity. And I pray we heard from him. At this time, if you didn't get a chance to say hello in the beginning, uh, and just want to say, well, God, thank you. If you didn't get to say hi in the beginning. Oh, good morning. Hi. Who's this? Anyone who didn't get to say hello, go ahead and say hi, say your name. Let's know you're here. Good morning. My name is Angela. Thank you for that word. Oh, thank you, Angela. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Rochelle. Great declaration. Thank you, Sister Cheryl. Good morning. Good morning. I said good day on me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody coming on. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was going to say good morning. I said good morning earlier. My phone is about to die, but I just wanted to oh. say I really appreciate all the learning opportunity that you give every time you come on the phone. So I really wanted to say that before my phone died. I apologize. Oh. oh, no, no problem. Thank you so much. I'm glad that God shows up. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Great declaration. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful word today. Hello, Pam. Good morning. Thank you.
But if there's anyone, um, still can say hello, but if there's anyone that uh, wanted to reflect, that had something to even share or, or, or build upon, um, the floor is your, anybody, you know, anything, what, what comes to the heart, you know, this is your time. Uh, the floor is open uh, to what you have to say. Good morning, Brother Dwayne. This is Geraldine. Such a, a great word on this morning about our purpose. Um, uh, in your seven points, I love our purpose should not be uh, a sidekick or a side job. Mm. And mm. I like uh, the fact is that Paul's side job was God's purpose because mm. how Paul came in, Paul came in persecuting the mm -hmm. very thing that he became uh, purposeful in it. He mm -hmm. uh, had to have some experiences like many of us, you know, his eyes being blinded uh, by yeah. the, the light as he was on the road to Damascus. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times our eyes, uh, you know, we get blinded, even on the job, even in mm -hmm. our natural capabilities. The one thing right. I loved about it is as Paul was going on the horse and he fell off, uh, he went in and he was able to be healed. He was blind for three days. You know, mm -hmm. some of us are still blind right in the word Amen. because we don't really take the initiative. Like you said, maybe uh, Merriam Dictionary is not as good as the American Standard Dictionary. Mm -hmm or whatever one you choose. But I believe that in every bit of our Bible study that we have to continue to go into that word so that way in all our ways we can get an understanding of the word. Thank you so Amen. much for your teaching on this morning. My prayers is to your lovely wife. I'm so grateful. I, I mean, she has such a dynamic call, your daughter, mm -hmm. your family as a whole. Like you said, you get a word and you all would just build on that word or that whatever it was for three years, you know, as mm. you're traveling the roads of, of, of purpose and trying to get to where we need to go. I thank you so much, brother. You do an, you did an awesome mm. job. Oh, you, you touched my heart. Thank you, Sister Geraldine. Thank you for your love. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Brother Dwayne, um, this is Sister Lisa. That was awesome, Sister Geraldine, Mother Geraldine. Mm. That I you. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great word. Um, you know, a couple of things. I got a thousand things, but I'm gonna try to keep it brief. Um, I'm right. praying for uh, my sister Sarah, and it's funny because my dad used to love westerns, and um, Clint Eastwood had a movie called I think it was Sister Sarah or something like that. So when I say <laughs> Sister Sarah, I often think of that. But I am absolutely praying and believing God for her restoration and healing. Um, yes, so listen, you know, a lot of people stress over what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why? Mm -hmm. yeah, right. And so I love how you brought out, you really laid out a whole lot of information that could be, um, prepared as a series. I think a great series. Mm -hmm. So you might want to consider that writing it down, maybe even putting it in a book. Right. I mean, because there we you look at okay. the whole, <laughs> I, I <hear laughs> I'm just saying, right. Cause we're like, yeah. well, everybody's. He made millions. I don't know how much money over my purpose-driven life, right? And mm -hmm. basically what you laid out was 
if we just continue to, to, to walk in the steps that have already been ordered for us, that God's purpose will prevail and be fulfilled in our lives. We just got to stay the course, right? Exactly. And so I don't always have to know everything before I get there. I just got to know who's leading me to where I'm going. And so mm, making amen. sure that I stay in line with the purpose of God, I'm going to fulfill my purpose. I love the fact that you're not the only one, but a couple of other people, and it may have been Dion, someone else, has mentioned that our purpose really here is to be a witness. It mm-hmm. is to be a witness, to make disciples, to be that light and salt so that people not see us, but see the reflection of the image that we were created in, which is God, right? Amen. We're to point people to Christ. And so as you were talking, I couldn't help but think, and I started to write down, and I, and this is what I wrote, and I'm not, I had to write it down because I just knew I wanted to say <laughs> it. Uh, I believe God wanted me to say it. But our purpose is relative to who we are, right? So mm-hmm. Jesus, he knew why he came. His purpose was to die in the midst of everything that he came to do. His purpose of coming to die is relative to who he is and who he was and who he represented while he was here. He was, is a savior, our savior. He is, was our deliverer, right? Mm-hmm. exactly who he is and who he was. And if we look at it, that didn't take away from why he came. It added to it. So I'm just saying something you already said and everything you said. It only adds to, it's just a byproduct of why we're still here on the way to purpose. We have to complete the assignments and we have mm-hmm. roles to play, right? So while he was mm-hmm. doing everything, we know him as a healer, he healed. We know him as a deliverer, he delivered. A waymaker, he did that. A mind fixer, a comforter, everything that he was and who he was because he is even the son of God. So if we are the children of God, then we should operate as such and be a reflection, a direct reflection of our father. Right? Oh, man. Children, you just wrapped up that whole thing real quick. <laughs> Right. I mean, it was powerful what you said. That's just the way I heard it. But that's exactly what you said. So thank you so much for that. That was really, 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 really good to me. Thank you. Bless you, sir. Bless you. Thank you. Oh, one more thing. And everything that we do is unto the glory of God. I love that you said that. Everything we do. So, look, don't despise where you are. You hear me, people? Do not despise the position that God has you in. Just give him glory in it. Glorify him in it. Mm. Listen. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah. You just do what she just said, period. Just what she just said, that's it, right? Hey, Brother Dwayne. Lisa mm. always will get you right. She'll give you the inside, mm. the outside, the side, side. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I love her. But your declaration was so on point because um it just helps us to take another look um, of how we plan things. And if it's not in alignment with God's plan, it won't work. And a lot of times I used to plan vacations and stuff for, you know, my family. And that mm. day would come and it would be storming. I was like, well, wait a minute. I don't pay for this hotel, Lord. Wait. It, come on. it just yeah. wasn't in the plan to go. It, I mean, the, it could have been anything, but. Until I learned to seek God before planning, you know, mm. uh, putting his, uh, putting him as a, the travel agent, you know, yes. um, of my money, of my plans, of everything. So everything would go smoothly. So, you know, it, it, it wasn't until then that things started coming together. You know, you, you can make all the plans you want, but 
if, mm-hmm. if God doesn't have a part in that, it, it, it's just done. It's just done. It is. Right. So I thank you for your declaration. It was so clear. Um, and this month on purpose has really helped us um, to know, you know, what direction we need to go in as we line up for our position. So I thank you. And I'm praying for Sarah as well. Bless you. Thank you so much. Good blessing. And vacation was a perfect, perfect example because everything goes wrong in your plans for a vacation. <laughs> like I don't know who's plan- like people have an itinerary and that just gets jacked up. Most for most people that gets all messed up. Yeah. Anyone else? Good morning. Again, this is uh, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. Oh, thank you, Sister Sylvia. Um, I'm thinking I, I got three pages of notes. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm, don't worry. I'm not going to try to go through them all. <laughs> no problem. Study them with the scriptures uh, that go with each one of the points that you made. You know, um, this month of purpose, um, I had no idea when it started that before the end of the month, God would reveal his purpose for me. Um, Even though I was praying on it and asking him to show me what his purpose Mm. was, not not mine, um, I had no idea that it would, if he would actually do it that quick. And Mm. so, um, you know, I've mentioned before on this line that I've worked in the field of, you know, uh, populations, whether it was uh, substance abuse, HIV, homelessness, mm-hmm. for the last couple of decades. Um, You've had a few lifetimes right there, yeah. Yes, yes. I, when you said that, three to four seasons, lifetimes, positions. And I had no idea that what he was preparing me for, you know, because I my job was to, you know, what I did in my job was to uplift, encourage, and give people hope um, mm-hmm. in all of those different populations. And now I had no idea what he had planned for me. I have just been accepted into an internship at Kaiser's chaplaincy program. Oh, wow. Praise God. Wow. And I had, I had no idea oh, my goodness. that this is what he, his purpose from years that he had Mm. already that he knew I had no idea that this is where he was going to lead me to and Mm -hmm. so you know they say be careful what you ask for (laughs) I asked him him in the beginning of the year to show me my purpose you know and what my next season what is it that he wants me to do not me Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. I'm here I know I'm here to serve you Lord I know more than ever that it's not about Mm -hmm. me move me out of the way I've been saying that all this month and listening to these declarations and boy I tell you if he didn't move me out of the way and put this in front of me I'm like oh my goodness you know and it happened so quickly you know filling out the application and you know, they mm. asked one question that wanted to, a reasonable account of your life. Oh, it was just one hmm. question on the application. Three to five pages um, were for answer for that. Right. And wow, within a couple of days, they were like, oh, you know, we want to set up a virtual interview. 
you know, then they check the references. And I kid you, this all just happened in this last week. Mm. And then but you were prepared you know, for a time such as this. Your yeah. life has prepared you for this. Mm. Look at God. I'm, I'm in awe. I'm just in awe of his glory, and I'm just walking into his purpose, not mine. Come on. Exactly. No, you said it, you. that whole thing. God, what do you want? Kind of like when I talk about how my wife wakes up in the mornings. Or You said, God, what you want, not what I want. What's the next season? What am I supposed to do? What did you want to do with me? How do you want to breathe in me and you take over? And the joy that you're, I mean, you're feeling some now, but what you're going to feel in that position, what you're going to bring to people in their worst situations in life, Families, children, parents, loved ones, when they're at loss, right? You're going to deal with people that are at loss. The biggest fear that they've ever had is coming true. Parents with babies that, come on, babies that are just like, we don't know if we're going to be able to take them home. What's going to happen because of your faithfulness and your surrender? You, you were submissive. Every time we're submissive, God is cheering. Heaven is like applauding because I can use her. What? She put it down? Like you put down all your intentions and all your plans, and you ask me what I want to do? Oh, now we're going to work. Now, you, now you'll know joy because we're going to work now. That's what's happening. That's what's about to happen with you right now, sister. Again. Hey, Dwayne, can I say this? I want to say, yes, um, you know, with Sister Sylvia um, particularly, but I think this is like a prime example with all of us. Um, Sylvia, you've been walking in your purpose this whole time. Mm. What you're stepping into now is another role. You've mm. been you've been ministering and doing the same thing that you're about to do on blast and get paid for it. You hear what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> come on, come on. You've already been this. You've already been a chaplain. You're going to now fulfill a role and a position. After that, it may be another role. It may be another position. Mm -hmm. But it's not the thing that you just started doing. You've been doing this. And I think that's why we get so distracted about our Mm -hmm. purpose being in a position. No, no, no. Remember Jesus. While he was here, he did everything of who he was on blast perfectly. He's our prime example. And the ultimate goal was to die. Right. Remember? So. So, I mean, the role, because like, you know, we get positions, we get opportunities. And I believe because we're we're walking in those steps that have been ordered for us, we now get to live them out in a different capacity. It almost reminds me of the um, there's several there's there's um, various gifts or the same gifts, but different administrations of the gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So just like like you don't stop fulfilling the role that you've previously been in, like you don't stop being a mother or a nurturer or you don't stop being a boss, right? It's just God using us in different capacities now to exercise what he's already placed in us, the gift, so that we can fulfill his purpose. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and we say amen. I hope that makes sense. No, it does. Hallelujah. You've already been the chaplain ministering to people. This is just another opportunity now to do it on blast. And I, like I said, get paid for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just for more people to recognize now. That's all it is. Right. For God's plan to be fulfilled. Yeah. That 
many people would be saved. I love that. Such a time as this. Hey, good morning. My thing is this. This is Kedra. Even um, <clears throat> while operating in um, the purpose, and this is just to piggyback on what Lisa was saying, to operate in the purpose. But um, even if I don't get paid for it, but for me, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord as long as I'm feeling that purpose. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> I, just, I just thought I would say that, but that was for me. Um, awesome declaration, Dwayne. I really oh, appreciate you. how you tied everything together. And um, on the mornings that I, I mean, I should always be taking notes, but on the mornings when I should be taking notes, I think I'm operating my purpose. I didn't take notes this morning. I called in late, so I'm going to have to listen to the playback. But um, I thank God for, um, I thank God for declare victory. And I have to say that every single time. Purpose, mm-hmm. purpose is important to know our purpose. I wake up everyone like, all right, Jesus, what are we doing? What are we exactly. doing, Jesus? know and it's like even if it's something that i don't feel like doing or he gives me a download or what i think is a download i proceed with caution to make sure that it is absolutely from him so um this was just more tools to put in my toolbox thank you again mm-hmm. praise god okay i promise Dwayne, you can kick me off i'm gonna be silent after this hey Kedra, <laughs> payment is not always in dollars Mm. Payment could be in the education and the expansion of your capacity to learn new things so that you can do it um, more perfectly, right? More completely. Mm-hmm. That's good. True. Amen. True. Another tool. Let's go next to the screwdriver. Ladies are on this morning. Yes, Not that it's anything new, well, but. Yeah, but the one thing about our purpose, too. Um, just for the young lady that spoke about her being advanced into chaplaincy. The one thing is that these declarations are coming to encourage and to prepare us for positions that we would have never, ever thought that, I mean, even in being on the board here in Declare Victory, you know, um, we come to work each day. And not only that, some of us, are here and sent in on the days that let's say you're on the you're you're on for that next morning and something may take place and you miss your miss the that spot. That spot is open up. I believe what is done in the uh you know behind the scenes, God will reveal it in the open. So this is that season that a lot of stuff that you have been doing in your quiet work behind, not complaining just working God uh, will reveal it in the open so i just i'm just grateful on this morning uh brother Dwayne, yeah. as we yeah. help you uh move the purpose and get, get us going we have we have the last day i believe yeah this is it and we're into february and it went fast god bless yeah. It's ironic that the next month is about position. <laughs> it was set up for sure. Right. Know your purpose, walk into your position. Amen. So you know why you said open there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's really good. I said I wasn't gonna say nothing, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> 
What did you Hold say, Lisa? Take open mic. I, I said because that you're right, Sylvia. Um, we got to know our purpose, right, or for our why, if you will, so that when we get there, we can stay there and we won't be deterred because it's not going to always be pleasant. And so if we remember our why, why, our purpose, why we've been planted a certain place, we won't let the enemy distract us so that we would leave out of or walk away from purpose, mm. right, while we're in that position, whatever position it's in. You got to know it's God ordained so that we won't be distracted, so that we can be steadfast in that position. There will be opposition. There will be opposition. Steadfast. Yes. <laughs> the evil get glory. Come on now, especially if we remain and let him. <laughs> and remember why we're there. His- mm.
in the truth, praying for our youth.